Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slow Beef. With me, of course, my good friend Pola Hoko. Hey yeah. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Devious Vacuum. Hey, hey, hey. My good friend Noran Ronan. Good evening. My good friend Turbo C. Hey, so do you think the guy that taped a banana to the wall of the museum is Kajiwara? <laughs> no, he wouldn't waste a banana like that. Come that's, on. That's too that's too silly for Kaju. Yeah, it's just oh, that'd be a great cosplay though to show up dressed as Kajiwara and tape a banana to a wall at a con. I thought you meant dressed as the wall with a banana taped to it. That's a great couple's costume, Kajiwara and the banana. <laughs> One person's the wall, and the other's the banana. Oh boy. Um, but we're what do you call it? List, but we're, there's no more Kajiwara as of yet because the Osawa's story came to a close last time and this time we only have three characters to draw from for this block. Yeah, maybe we should start by saying that we're not going to do the entire final episode in this. Oh yeah, because we, we didn't tell him. Yeah, this isn't the last one. Yeah. Yeah. This is the penultimate. Penultimate, yeah. So if you're reading along, I hope you read uh, the hour with the three characters um, Minorikawa and those two other jerks. No, uh, Minorikawa, Achi, and Kano. Um, Alright. You were right the first time. Alright. Speaking of which, let's just open up the laptop of of good luck here <laughs> and we'll get Slow Beef's notes for Minorikawa. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yep. Oh, okay. So, this is my new Predator Helios 300 gaming laptop, <laughs> and I cannot Fantastic. mute that fucking startup sound. Oh, that's the sound of a real gamer. It's, it is. It's, it is. It has the word Predator come on screen and, like, light up. Yeah. You can't say the name of your laptop without pushing your nose up on your glasses. <laughs> you have to fight off a tiger I, before you can boot up your PC. <laughs> Jim, by my glasses, my glasses, do you mean my yellow tinted glasses, which help visual acuity when doing first person shooters? Of course, man. You got to watch out for that blue light. It's dangerous when you're streaming 24 hours a day. Well, you are using all that power to play visual novels, though. (laughs) Did you get the option for the energy drink holder? You want to know the most ridiculous thing is that this is actually the only game I currently have installed on it. Fantastic. I've been using it for uh, Dead of the Brain. Anyway. (laughs) It's got RTX, though, so it's great. It's a perfect game for it. There you go. (laughs) Wonderful. Look, look, look. It's 1,700 hours, okay? And you know where we left off. Chiaki's down for the count. The deadline's coming. It's actually 1,800 hours. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's 6 o'clock. You know what the problem is? Well, you'll see the problem where I took time notes. It's 1,800 hours, and Chiaki is down for the count. She just tripped. She, like, scratched up her knee. The deadline's coming. I found the game kind of gave me a little bit of a recap of the last five minutes where we're trying to... Huh? Yes, it did. I thought that was very nice of it. (laughs) Yeah, where we're on our way for the final article. Toyama's off doing his own work. We need to interview the studs of Shibuya. Traffic is at a standstill for some reason. So Minorikawa's plan is to sprint... For, for infer- the Inferno bar to meet the gang until traffic clears up. Um, but Chiaki trips. Uh, she hurts her knee. The deadline's coming. Katayama, who is the guy from the printing company ha- and who's like the king of time. Yeah, I just called him time guy. <laughs> Tempo, Tempo Fugit. That's right. The clock king from Batman. But in Japan. Um, Tempest Fugit, actually. Uh, he says... He says, like, it doesn't, look, you've got exactly one hour. It doesn't matter. You can't make it. And the world le- needs one less, go- like, the world could go for with, like, one less gossip rag in the world. Um, but Chiaki, she really wants to persevere because this is her chance to, like, get published and be a good writer and stuff. And then we're reminded that 57 minutes and 10 seconds remain. So Minorikawa's like, okay, I could run ahead, interview SOS, incorporate a small part of Chiaki's work, but he doesn't want to kill her passion as a writer. So priorities, but whatever. Okay, that's the Minorikawa way. Um, Chiaki tries to struggle up the stairs, and um, Minorikawa is like, maybe I should just not worry about her emotions or not care about her at all. But I, but after seeing her struggle up the stairs like that, trying to get up there, even with her injured, I guess it's leg. covered in red paint. It really is. It's <laughs> really obvious. A little bit of ketchup. I think she fell on a packet. <laughs> she like skinned her knee tops, but whatever. It's fine. 
but after seeing her like persevere like that, he's like, I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. But he can't come up with a plan. But all of a sudden, he hears a voice, and who is it? It's Kimizuka, the cab driver. The ship sails itself, my friends. <laughs> it's beautiful. Taxi guy to the rescue, and he says, "Traffic? I see nothing of the sort." Even though there is plainly traffic, and you have a choice of where do you want to go, Bar Inferno or other places. I went with Inferno because we're on the clock. Um, yeah, so did anyone do the labyrinth or, or did uh-huh. it just me? I did, actually. And did, it, did you finish the labyrinth? I guess I did. I'm not really sure what it was. I forgot all about that. Sorry. If you don't know, then you didn't finish the labyrinth. <laughs> no, I know I didn't. You told us about it and I forgot to do it. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about labyrinths uh, later. I want to talk about labyrinths, but okay. let's do it later. <laughs> I went through the labyrinth. I was very confused about it. I'm not sure I got to the end I, of I it. Know, I know everything about the labyrinth. Everything, everything there oh, is no. to know about the labyrinth. All right. Okay. Let's get to it later then. Yeah. Listen here. Because the, the, it, we're in a crazy taxi. It's tearing down the narrow side streets. And in the cab, Katayama complains about the driving because we all hate him. And Shiaki continues writing her copy on the laptop. Shimizuka warns Minorikawa about getting involved with the SOS. He's like, they used to be a vigilante group, but that's changed. And Kadayama chimes in and goes, how are you going to interview them? And Minorikawa says, I have a plan. A secret one. I'm going to ask them questions. I have a plan. A secret one. And then I wrote in parentheses, I believe him. Um, <laughs> so he thinks back and he realizes that Toyama inspires him. And that's why he hated to see him reduced to the to where he was. He has to, and he resolves, he has to save Heaven Publishing because when you'd give a job, you'd give 100%, wouldn't you agree? And that's beautiful. And then, uh, what's his name? Katayama? No. Yeah, uh, Katayama. Thank you, Katayama. Sorry, I was looking at my notes. Um, He reminds him that I don't have 51 minutes, 30 seconds. Um, Anyway, an erratic minivan's heading toward them, but Kimizuka maneuvers around them. I'm sure we'll hear about that later. And then they arrive at the bar. 49 minutes to go. Don't. Okay. 49 minutes, 6 seconds to go. Minorikawa kicks the door of the bar in, and there's a whole mob of street toughs uh, demanding to know who he is. I can't believe I wrote street toughs. Like, what am I, from the 50s? I love how much they just look like a J-pop band. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they, they've all got their own personality from their clothes, too. Yeah. Like, it really is J-pop he, he, Minorikawa says he wants an interview and they, and they like kind of like approach menacingly but Susumu's sitting at the bar and says hold up guys and Minorikawa explains I just need five minutes for an interview but Susumu's like I'm not in the mood and he's like uh, Minorikawa's like alright I'll just have to write about SOS without your input and then he mentions the stolen goods from the warehouse anybody remember this? how could we forget? exactly we, we just talked about it with Daisuke last chapter mm-hmm so Susumu denies it at first until Minorikawa points out two guys sitting on the couch. The the two guys. And they come clean. And Susumu asks them and they come clean about it. So he starts beating them up. And Minorikawa tries to interrupt because he's got an interview to do. And he won't. So he won't stop. So Minorikawa says, you're cr- you're clearly not the cream of the crop. Which is, I guess, an insult in gang terms. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Minorikawa starts taunting him, and then I wrote in my notes, which is not what I would have done. <laughs> what would you have done in that situation? I, I don't know. I think I would have left it at cream of the crop, like, rather than, but, like, so it's a rare break from Minorikawa, I guess is what I'm saying. So anyway, Susumu says he's going to beat him up, but then Chiki, uh, Chiaki and Katayama come in. She's finished, and you have a choice. Like, you want to read her copy right now? <laughs> And I picked the truth, which was I have no time for that right now. Oh. But she won't take she won't take no for an answer. Well, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, we don't. It doesn't matter. But, but I just thought that he, he would with a copy that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't take no for an answer. So it's worth noting that there is only actually one bad ending in this like entire hour segment, and that's if you go to the labyrinth. But most of the choices don't give you a bad ending. Yes. So let, I want to read my notes here verbatim, if I may, for this, this, these two sentences uh, or three. Okay. The gang approaches her to steal her laptop, meaning Chiaki. Uh, but Minorikawa says, if you're going to fight someone, fight me. They beat him silly, <laughs> which I mean, come on. I mean, you know, but they do beat anyway, him he goes limp. And he play, Yeah, he plays dead until they stop, basically. Then Chiaki bends over him, you know, to see if he's okay, and he, like, slowly gets up, and then he laughs in big text. Blah-ha-ha. 
and he proclaims victory, which again, I don't know if I would have done. Uh, she starts to leave, and then they're all like looking shocked. And Katayama, who's like a friggin' hall monitor, goes, Oh, I get it. You let yourself get beat up so you'd have something to write. And then he says, I wonder if, and then like an idiot, he says, I wonder if the headline should be this once proud vigilante gang, now just common thugs. By the way, you have 40 minutes and seven seconds left, so I hate Katayama. <laughs> but then. As the gang approaches to keep beating up Minorikawa, silly, um, Kimizuka comes in, the cab driver, and he's what, 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 what do you think about that plan? I mean, that was his plan to write. He, he needed something to write about, so he went to this. That was. Re- so. That's not a good. Pl- like, I mean. It's not a good plan. That's like a plan C at best. Well, he did have an article out of it. If, if, it, if it stopped here, he, did, he, he, he would have had an article out of it. Like gang bits up really need this? This is my thing, though. Okay, you know, let's pause for a sec because I got to complain about Minorikawa this chapter. The much bigger story is the viral outbreak that you have a connection to, and all this, st- like, and what's going on. I know Toyama's covering the explosion, but like, <laughs> help me out here. It's no, like, he's got a lot of pieces of the puzzle, like, and, and he will bring it up in a bit. And he does yes. know what's going on. He just is choosing not to engage on it, which is just weird. Yes. No, I- exactly. Because he has to write about this gang, and his story is going to be like, "I went to interview the gang, but they beat the shit out of me. What terrible vigilantes!" No, because he wants he wants the big story for the following issue because he only has, has one hour to to come up with this one. So he he, he he wants oh, to do okay. something for this issue, and then he will follow up. Yeah, but he he have to finish things in an hour here. So. Well, anyway, look, Kimizuka turns out it's he's Susumu's former teacher, and apparently he was actually every gang member's former teacher. And um, and he his reasoning is, like, that since Minorikawa tricked him, they owe him the interview. And I wrote in parentheses, which, to be fair, who would want to take that beating? So, like, I kind of I kind of side with the gang a little on this. Um, but Susumu agrees to this, and then Kiryu, who's been, like, kind of on the couch, like, chiming in with what a, you know... With stuff, uh, jumps in though, and he says, "I don't not don't agree to this interview." And then Chiaki asks about the copy, which is like, "What a day!" <laughs> and then I write, "Then I wrote, oh my god, that laptop! It's got la- lace frills and a quilt heart and stickers with like a drawing of a pig." So you mean it's fantastic, which it is. It's certainly not a gamer PC. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Predator Helios three hundred. That's true. Um, but uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Anyway, so he looks, he reads the copy quick and he goes, it's okay. And she's like, really okay? And he goes, really, really okay. And she's delighted for this. And he realizes that she looks up to him the way he looked up to Toyama and he's shocked. Anyway, Kimizuka takes his leave. Minora goes to hand him a, a, a 10,000 yen note. So it's like roughly a hundred bucks, I guess. Um, but Kimizuka won't let him and he hands him back the change he needs already in advance. Like as he knew Minora Kawa was going to try to overpay which is what a professional does his job 100%. So anyway, they do the interview, and we kind of gloss over that, meaning, like, the text doesn't really go into what was asked or anything. Um, anyway, afterwards, apparently he was really hurt by this, because Suma's like, the cream of the crop line, did you really mean it? <laughs> like, okay. So Minorikawa says it was just to rile him up, and Susumu asks, what does Minorikawa really think of? And he, he apparently wants to be advice on being a better gang leader. And he's asking Minorikawa for that. Okay. Um, Minorikawa says he never wanted to be a leader himself, but two things stand out. Forgiveness and also trust. He remembered he did that for Toyama and Chiaki. And he says people can tend to gravitate toward people who can handle things when they get tough. And then apparently... Katayama, I think, got a call or a message that Toyama's already sent his publishing, already sent his piece to the publishing office. So they're set and they have exactly 30 minutes remaining. How do you think that went down? Toyama getting his piece? Because he was supposed to, what was his about? It was about like everything that's going on, right? Yeah, the explosion and stuff. The explosion. explosion. So like, how'd that happen? We never get to see that scene. I'm kind of assuming it's just a little deus ex machina there where it's just like, all right, look, we got to get to it. You know, we can't we didn't have the actor here to be photographed in the bar. So <laughs> whatever he got there. Hooray. I'm disappointed. I feel like that was a really good moment for Toyama. And it's just like one line. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been a cool scene with like one of the other police officers where like he got the inside scoop from a cop that he knew from some other way. Mm hmm. 
Just something. Like, they, I don't know, there's in another character's thing, they were, like, driving somewhere and they saw him for, like, one instance or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was in that speeding minivan that we, that we I don't think we really learn about. They mention, I think, who the minivan is. Uh, yeah, there's, I, like, I think, a I think they tool did. tip there. Yes. <laughs> it's... It's the guys from the theater. And yeah, with the dry ice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. They do. It's it's in like one of the notes, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. They, they have the entire like sub story in the, in the notes. <laughs> yeah. Which is honestly kind of great, but you know. Um, what was I saying? Anyway. Um, okay, look. So basically he begins to type his article, but then Achi Endo bursts in. And he, he gets on his... He prostrates and he begs SOS for their help to take someone down. Um, somehow, Chiaki realizes this is about the terrorist plot. And, she, and then... Uh, of wait, course. Yeah, whatever. But there's a pl- but then she has a plan. That's right, it is her. Because, you know, she, it's her like instinct or whatever. And the plan is... Interview him in 10 minutes and write the story in the remaining 20. And... Uh, Kadayama says, I don't get it. Why don't you just make the deadline with the plan you already had? But Minorakawa says, I'm a professional and that's just what I do. Kadayama admits he is now curious to read the magazine. Amazing. So he's got we've got a convert. And then Minorakawa and Chiaki walk up to Achi and say, Sound like you got an interesting story. Mind letting me hear it too? And then it says, end of Minorakawa's story and end of my interest in 428 <laughs> <laughs> And Achi goes, my story started at 8 a.m. today. <laughs> and, now the pre- and now the predator can sleep. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah, and Kadayama like, like ceremoniously closes his, his pocket watch as he's like, well, I'm interested in your story. And then closes it like he's like, I guess you guys are off the clock. It's like he's the villain of this chapter, but like a really bad one. Yeah, Ooh, you don't even get to play as him. I thought that he, because he was like so present. I was like, well, maybe this, he's one of the characters you get to play as. And like, no, he's just, just a guy. Oh, well. so who's who's up next? Um, next is Achi. I think that should get the lead into Achi. Do we want to talk about the labyrinth for a second? So, yeah. Let's oh go yes, with that. please tell us about the labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Turbo, if, if 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 you did it, uh, as someone who doesn't know what. Like how to solve it? Do you want to maybe just tell us what it is? <laughs> um, so you get a bunch of it. It goes into like the the Windows old screensaver where it's a two D maze that looks like old school Doom and all that. And then it cover, shows you with uh, a couple uh, multiple choice options. You can go left or right, and I guess it gives you hints. Like I think the first choice I did was to go right, and then I saw a. Like blue and red Tama that held a sign that said "I'm black and white." <laughs> okay, let um, me. <laughs> I, I, I'll make it clear. It's so, just completely you, wild. Yeah. It's like a it's a fever dream. <laughs> you, you you get to the labyrinth by choosing. Well, um, the taxi driver asks you why, why you want to go, and the correct answer is Inferno. But one of the answers is um, the labyrinth. Uh, so he takes you there, um, and yeah, and, and you go in. And, and yeah, it's like a 2D, it's like a 3D maze, like painted in, in MS Paint. Um, and the labyrinth is both a maze and a logic puzzle that you have to solve. Uh, is, this, is this like a tried and true mini game or is it like... It, yeah, it's, it's a mini game. My, my estimate, I, I, I use the walkthrough, but since I know mm-hmm. the solution... It's probably going to take over an hour if you actually go, want to go and solve it, like, legitim- legitimately. It's, it's difficult. And you don't get anything out of it. Not even a selfie. Um, so, so, yeah, you go into, like, a maze and you have to do two things. You have to find your way out of the maze. And uh, if you take the, the wrong route, there's, like, um, a couple of bad endings there. Um, one of them is, like, a direct scene from the uh, horror st- game that I told you about before. That Spike Chunsu mm-hmm. did uh, along with this one. So the my ending, I got. I think he, I think Minoru Kawa just started eating the walls, thinking it was seaweed. Yeah, there's one of the. There's uh, like three bad endings that you can get to, uh, but there's a, a road that takes you out of it. Um, you just have to find it, and you can't uh, use the backlog in this. So you, if if you fail, you have to start over, and you have to read all the text again. It's really slow. Um. 
So just mapping it is difficult. Um, and then the, the logic puzzle is that you, whenever you uh, choose a direction in the labyrinth, you you before you you, you get to like um, a place where you see one of three colored tamas. And this is like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> this is like this is, it's like, the same, like, like look up a video of this. It's completely different from anything you could expect yeah, with this game. What a terrible podcast! Yeah, that's what it is. I jumped into it, took a look at it, and then went immediately to a video because I'm like, I know this. So the the tamas are like the, the same JPEG of tama, uh, just like in Photoshop, color differently. Like they they loaded them in Photoshop and and used the um the. A different palette. The, the yeah. color slide to to like color it red, blue, and um, green. I think are the three colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get a sign at the beginning of the labyrinth that telling that tells you that um, two of them always lie and one of them always tells the truth. So oh, you have God, to figure that, that out, and you figure that out by just listening what they say about the other ones. Uh, and then they also each of them like holds a, a sign that has something written on it. And these are clues that leads you to what the actually uh, final answer is of the labyrinth. So you have to figure out which, which one of, the, of them are true and then which objects they are pointing to. So then when you actually go get to the end of the labyrinth, uh, you get like a yellow timer that asks you uh, whether you got, you got the, um, the answer right. Um, and the way this, this works is that he asks you what the clues lead to. And there are like seven options, but you can only see one at a time and you can go back. So you see the first option, and if you, pre- if you, you press down, then you see the second option, but you can go back to the first. So you have to know when you reach it, this is the one you want, and, and choose it. Hmm. Um, and uh, then they also ask you which uh, time is the one that uh, tells the truth. And if you get both answers right, then you get like a game show you win ending with um, like confetti, and that's it. <laughs> Oh my god. And you win the antidote to the Ua virus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre, and you get nothing out of it. So so what is the solution out of morbid curiosity, having only seen, like, two hints? It's like Ocello pieces, so the black and white one is, is correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, let me just ask you this, like, is this, like, canonically explained, like, what's going on, like... Or is it just like a complete side thing where it's like, all right, no, that's it's that, a complete you know? side thing. There's no explanation whatsoever, but it had, it has some like funny dialogue in it, so you should go watch it if you want. Try to, or if you really have a lot of time, then try to actually solve it. It's possible, but 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 it is going to take like more than an hour. Do you get an achievement for it? No. What? All right, forget it. You get nothing out of it. Well, I mean, you need to do it once to get the like. You can get it wrong. But you need to get the bad ending from it, don't you? Yeah, if there's an ending, you have to get all the endings, right? Oh yeah, if you want, if you want the, um, if you want the the all bad ending achievements, then then uh, then yeah, then you you have to see it. So you do. Yeah, you have to go there and fuck up. <laughs> when I looked up a video for it, the video of someone playing through the labyrinth is 54 minutes. <laughs> so yes. it's a long one. Just, just because you have to do it over and over again, and you can't use the backlog. Yep. So you can't wait forward. Oh you have God. to actually wait for the text to scroll uh, each and every time. That's, I mean, it's really a mercy that they didn't make it an achievement to do it, isn't it? Because then you can just not yeah. do it. You could just save yourself the mental anguish of having to do that. Like, it was so bad that they were like, no, we can't. Not even slow beef should do this. <laughs> so my, my, my serious thing is, like, I forgot that we were supposed to go to Inferno. So if Oren didn't tell me that, you know, we were supposed to go to Inferno beforehand, I probably would have actually picked Labyrinth. And I would have gone to it thinking, like, well, this is something. I guess I got to get through it. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, it, if you don't want to actually do it, then go look up a video just, just to see how it looks. What's the third option? There's another option that's also wrong. Um, there's another option, but it doesn't actually lead to anything. It's just you can say that you want to go to I forget what the name of it is, but it's not Inferno and it's not Labyrinth. It's like another bar, right? Yeah, and then oh yeah, the the cosplay fighter bar. And then we know the gets a little horny about it, and then uh, they they <laughs> they talk him out of it. Yeah, <laughs> Chucky has to remind him that it's Inferno. Yes. Wild. That's pretty great. Well, By the way, you have 40 minutes and 21 seconds to finish this podcast. 
So should we start with a little bit of, a little bit of Kano? A little bit of Kano. Sure, I can, I can, right. I can start with yeah, some j- Kano. Just, to get, just because Achi starts like five, five minutes later, so I, and you have to jump into him. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go until uh, Achi sort of breaks off from, uh, from Kano because they sort of start in the same spot. Um, so we had a, uh, we start off with Kano's route with a phone call from Kuze and Kuze wants us to get Maria into quarantine immediately. And Kano says, uh, Hey, let's not do that. Let's take Maria to the lab, uh, to get her the, the cure. Uh, but he, uh, neglects to mention Alfard in this, uh, conversation. Um, Kuze says, no, don't do that. Get her into quarantine. And Kano gets very angry uh, and hangs up on him. Uh, To which Stanley tells Kano that uh, he is actually, like, proud of Kano and that he's doing the right thing. When all of a sudden, Tateno arrives in the doorway. And now we're going to go to Achi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Achi wrote uh, in this chapter starts when Tateno appears um, at Endo Electronics. Um, and, of course, Kano and uh, his father, Daisuke, know, knows who, who that is, but Achi just knows him as the, the man with the cane who tries to kill him all day. Uh, so he confronts him, but Tateno apologizes for what he did. Um, Achi doesn't take it straight away, so he grabs him. Um, and Tateno is very apologetic and tells tells um tells him that uh, he can do what he wants to him. Um, he will take anything. Uh, and actually, immediately immediately comes down, uh, which is kind of strange. Like when 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 the man when when the man who like tries to kill the the girl you're trying to protect all day, like appears yeah, multiple times. Like he tried yeah. to kill her so many times, and he's just like, oh well, I guess so. Okay, whatever. He's heard too many sob stories today. He's done. Achi is like very simp like he's not intelligent he's very sympathetic though to other people so it, it, he could very easily be tricked by a sob story is what i'm saying but i don't think anyone yeah. is smart enough to do that to him he didn't even he, he hear the, the sob story and he immediately just thinks about how oh this is the right guy to take maria to the um to the lab because <laughs> i need a driver um so yeah, so they decide to do that. So Tateno is going to take Maria and um, and um, Kanan to the to the lab uh, to meet up with um, what's his name? I forgot his name. <laughs> the father Osawa. Osawa. Oh, Osawa. Yeah. Kenji Osawa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you forget his name because he's so freaking forgettable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He stinks. Um, and uh, we get a little scene where Daisuke apologizes to Tateno um, because he involved him with the entire thing. Uh, and they both agree that they're both terrible people. And they're right. Yeah. Man, the fallout of this, like, that's happily ever after, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Daisuke is definitely going to jail. I think there's even a tooltip. Oh, no, there's a tooltip about how Tateno's going to jail. But, they, uh, like, these people, they're going to jail. Like, Achi's just going to be, like, on his own for a while after this with him and is taking care of his sister in the hospital. They fucked up. Well, I mean, I'm going to take care of her for long. I mean, it's <laughs> fair, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe there's some sort of, like, plea deal if you stop a terrorist attack. I bet they all just decide to keep it a secret and nobody goes to jail. I bet Osawa, I bet Osawa figures out a way to cure her heart disease without a transplant or something. Ah, I have a virus for that. Or he dies, because he's the... he. I bet he has Bombay blood, actually, because why would the twins... Maybe the twins, one of them has it from because of him, and then he fucking bites it, wait, you know, sacrifices himself nobly at the end, and then... Hit, I don't know. That would be funny. He sacrifices himself, but nothing's wrong with him. He's just like, oh, but, I... Yeah. <laughs> but in a totally, like, yeah, a totally, like, preservable way... <laughs> Yeah. Or they tell him, like, you know what? Um, you can learn a lot about viruses when you're fucking dead, actually. <laughs> so, and then he buys that. <laughs> I don't know why he would, but, you know, still. Thinking about it, like, everybody involved here is, is the only ones who know kind of what went on. And they're already defying, like, orders from above. So they can kind of do whatever they want at the end of this. I think the moral of the story is that in Shibuya, parents, parents are awful people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're both terrible people and just been running away from, from pain. 
um, blah blah blah. Uh, uh, so, okay, so then um, Achi overhears um, Kano and uh, Stanley talking, uh, and they're talking about how they need more people uh, the, for, for the you know, meeting Alpha at the um, at the scramble. Uh, because there, there's only the two of them. Is your alarm going off in the in the background? It's like a little song. That was playing? my 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 wife machine. <laughs> 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 Now we have to keep it in. Oh, the Helios Predator 400. <laughs> oh, so powerful. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by... Um, um, okay, so they're talking about how there's only two of them and they need more people. Uh, and Archie um, says that the kick will also go with them. That makes three, three people. Uh, but three people, st- three people still isn't enough and they need more. So who else do we know? Yeah, uh, kind of say they need like, like uh, a lot of people over there, like in the morning, um, because uh, they think Alpha is probably going to try to use the war virus to get them to um, do what um, what he wants. If only we had like a gang of people. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a choice here. It doesn't matter which you pick. The right answer is that um, uh, Adi can go get uh, the SOS members to join them. Uh, and he thinks he can convince Susumu to help them. Uh, he asks them to get to give him thirty minutes to do to go and and, and get them, uh, which they agree to. Yeah, I don't know how smart they are to just agree to get like a random gang to help them. <laughs> but but they do the coolest gang in Shibuya. Yeah, I think all he tells him is, "I'll go get people." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before he leaves, he shares like a little moment with Itami. Um, asks her to, to wait for him and she says that she will uh, and he starts running he thinks he can get there in 10 minutes um, which like Minoru Kao needed a taxi to go there uh, t- 10 minutes even 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 running is Archie's yeah super- but Archie got muscle he, he, he runs with his arms straight back so <laughs> he can go a lot faster I mean, Minoru Kao can take a beating I think that's his superpower but you know yeah uh, so he starts running, and he runs through the station, and uh, Rumi and the father is uh, are there. Uh, and you can stop uh, and, and look at them. You have the, the, the option. And if you do, then he thinks that Rumi is a very pretty woman, but Itomi is prettier. Aww. Once again, Rumi, is, is, her face is just, like, conveniently obscured. <laughs> uh, so he gets to Inferno ten minutes later, like he promised. Uh, and the two um, uh, gang members um, guarding the door. Uh, one of them, uh, he recognizes the one that they shook up for money uh, earlier in the day. Uh, he asks him to go inside, but uh, Susumu is busy with something, with some business inside. And uh, you have a choice here too. It also doesn't matter. Uh, Achi mentions that he's Achi. The guy the, and, and um, the guy that got the name, and one of them tells him that he's going to go ask Sumo if he can go in. Uh, while does that, uh, Achi um, talks to the other guy and talks about the past uh, and how SOS used to be like, just a fun place where um, people gathered and, and protected Shibuya. Just a bunch of friends who hang out. Yeah. It's fun to stay at the SOS. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just a bunch of bros, just a bunch of guys being dudes together. This is all it is, yeah. In a bar. I think they literally say that at one point, or Achi says it. <laughs> just a bunch of bros being dudes, come on! Yeah, That's we're, we're, just, we're for, all friends. Right? We're just hanging out and having fun. Yeah, so the guy tells him that um, uh, it's not too simple fault that uh, SOS changed uh, because Kiyo got there and, and he has his followers and he's trying to, to uh, take control of SOS. But even though things are getting bad, um, that the guard still wants to be an SOS because Susumu inspires him. Susumu thinks that treats everyone the same and thinks about other people more than he does himself. It's rough out there, huh? In the they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for role models out here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all Shibuya has is role models. Doesn't have dads, <laughs> just role models. <laughs> Yeah, everyone has a bad dad. That's why all these boys are in a gang. 
and like look up to somebody who lets him down eventually. <laughs> like like tata, like a uh, uh, this is a little or, uh, sort of Peter Pan Neverland yeah. sort of thing going on here, where they choose the worst person as their leaders. Yeah, there's a lot. There's yeah. Once again, we are confronted by bad dad vibes. Yeah, I think every single plotline either has a bad dad or an idol who lets you down. Like it's either Dick Dictum's guy or you know Toya or um yeah Toyama or any of these. Like it's, it's that's it. There's all these different things. Bad dad or bad pseudo dad. Minorakawa mm-hmm. hasn't let anybody down, and he's a role model yeah. for Chiaki. Well, Toyama let him down. No, I get that. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you per se, but I just need to put it out there. But that he's the good dad in this story. <laughs> he is. That, yeah, he and didn't he's not he a is. biological dad. He's right. just a mentor. No. Yeah. I think you That's could right. pick uh, like any male character in this uh in this video game and it would be a 50-50 ch- 50-50 shot whether they'd be shitty or a decent person. No, I'd stand by it, not Minorakawa. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. They either let someone down or they were let down. Like Kano as well, let down. Or, or you're Minoru Kawa, in which you're just sort of equally in the middle. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> what a! I just the, also like the focus on bad dads as a as like such a pervasive theme in this also like helps me relate to it a lot as an American because like so many American movies, especially like dr- like dramas like this kind of stuff have those themes in it where it's like oh the director of this had a problem with his father i'm a cop dad that works too hard and neglects his family yeah yep if only i could learn the true meaning of christmas (laughs) Uh. (laughs) i'm just thinking about what minora kawa would have done in the place of these uh, these other characters like if if osawa was minora kawa oops all minora kawas oh man that's the fanfic that i want to read like, hey, my daughter's sad. I gotta go fix that because I'm Minorakawa, not Osawa. It's, it's resolved very quickly. It would be though. Yeah, no, it absolutely would be. That's the funny part. It's like I'm gonna give 100 percent and be the ultimate dad. Yeah, he's gonna give some nonsensical, like, motivational speech that somehow works, even though it makes no sense. He also right. probably doesn't invent the Ua virus because that would be irresponsible socially, and then he th- we don't have a story. No, he he invents it, but then he tells it to fuck off, and it does. <laughs> he just points his finger at it. It's not you, virus. It tells it to just be a better better bacteria. <laughs> you could be a good disease if you wanted to. You could oh help people. I just have a vision of like a microscope and a, and a Minorakawa finger pointed at it. <laughs> at like yeah. an individual yeah. bacteria cell. So where were we? Achi uh, uh, like explains the situation to Susumu. Yeah, so uh, Achi gets in, the other guard comes out and um, lets him in. And Achi immediately gets on the floor. It's by Russ, not by me. Okay, <laughs> oh go. my god! <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody write that down, please. <laughs> um, so uh, Achi immediately gets on the floor, like begging, and also immediately tells him about uh, how this is uh, all about an international terrorist who's planning to let out a deadly virus in Shibuya. Like, the most unbelievable story you can, t- you can tell them, which is true, but obviously that uh, Susumu doesn't believe him. He thinks he's either joking or he's gone mad. And uh, Achi uh, says that um, they should help him just because uh, Shibuya's in trouble and they all love Shibuya and they should come help him. And he'll beg them, he'll beg as much as needed. Uh, and this is the point where Minorikawa um, and Chiaki uh, come in uh, and they confirm Achi's story because they know a lot of stuff. Um, so they tell him, they tell um, Susumu that everything Achi says is, is true, is probably true. And they also mentioned the war virus and Maria Osawa, which um, Achi doesn't understand why they know that. Uh, and Susumu still hesitates, but uh, Kiryu uh, comes in and says that should help, but uh, if they do, then Achi has to. How did it? How did? How did they translate that line um, in English? Uh, it wasn't any particular way. It was just like, oh, we have to like we. Like it wasn't like score to settle, but it was something similar to that of just like we have we have an unfinished we have unfinished, unfinished business, business we have to fight. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, 
In Japanese, it's it's uh, like take responsibility. It's something that you do and you messed up and you have to take responsibility by like apologizing or um, like doing a pub- public apology, usually. Sure. But um, what Kiyu means is that uh, because Achi left um, SOS, uh, then he has to be punished uh, and he has to go through the guillotine, which we heard about before. Yeah, finally get to see the guillotine. Yeah. And what that just, turns out to be <laughs> is that you get pinned to the um, pool table um, face down and then you get uh, hit by a metal pipe. Yeah, yeah just pinned on the noggin. I'm killing you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, he said that he only wants to, to uh, send him to the hospital. Yeah, and they've also given a count before. They've been like, he's in eight people to the hospital this month. It's like a new record. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> Like it's a it's a bloody pipe, so apparently it's like it's been used a lot. They establish they never wash it. Think of the viruses on that baby. <laughs> yeah. Q's plan is to send Achi to the hospital, uh, which means that he beat uh, the legendary Achi, which means that he's going to get a little more support and, and get to be the head of SOS. That's his brilliant plan. Um, and Achi thinks that uh, Achi doesn't mind going to that. He just regrets that he's not going to be with um, Hitomi. Um, but at the last moment, um, Kiyu blurts out uh, that um, he doesn't actually mean to go through with his promise to help um, to 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 help um, them with the um, terrorist problem. And just as he... Can I also uh, say, I, I love all of the Kiryu's actors' faces throughout this. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. expressive. Yeah. So just as Kiryu raises the pipe and, and um, means to hit Achi, uh, Susumu stops him. He grabs the pipe from, the, from behind. And um, Susumu tells Achi that uh, he's sorry and that um, he will um, go with the plan. Um without any conditions because that's Archie's one uh, one, re- one request that he has to keep which Archie didn't do yeah which Archie, yeah. Archie didn't do but Susumu is better than Archie so he will do it and he's finally better than Archie yeah that's the way he beats Archie is by being the better man yeah. sure. not dying to a terrorist bi- virus uh, this is a lot of course the better man probably wouldn't say that when he did it <laughs> Being a man, I don't know, y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Turbo, I can see why you opted out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um, complex shit. It's just simpler. Yeah. <laughs> Too many simpler rules. this way. So then they have a fight, a big fight. Uh, and uh, it's very short, though, because Archie stops it by doing a high kick uh, into the metal pipe. Uh, and sending us uh, kill you like flying, and then he just finishes off with like a, a judo punch. Just one punch. He's out. Says I beat my dad with that move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the God, classic true. dad killer. <laughs> the gang looks horrified. Like, you beat your dad. My <laughs> ultimate move, the dad destroyer. <laughs> uh, so um, that's it. Basically, Susumu and Dachi go back um, to Endo Electronics with 30 more gang members to help them. Uh, not before Archie gives like a very emotional speech about Shibuya and how they all love Shibuya and they're going to save it. And he's like, "What? come on guys, Like, is this working? Is this, is this <laughs> what I should this? be saying? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of hesitating halfway through and then Susumu bails him out at the end. He's like, um, I don't know, I like this girl a lot and, and I meet people like her in Shibuya and so we're all about saving Shibuya, right? So let's recycle this villa. I mean, oh it wouldn't God. be Archie if he made the perfect speech. Yeah. That yeah. was cute. So they uh, get back to an electronics just in time to go to the to the scramble. And then we cut to the um, scramble um, three minutes before, the, um, before seven. And Archie just thinks about the day uh, and how he met Hitomi and... Uh, at the beginning, I thought he was he was cute, but then he got to know her throughout the day and got to know how how much of a beautiful person she was. It's true love. True love. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, his his leg is is hurting because he kicked um, a metal pipe uh, and doesn't want to tell yeah, anyone. Dude. But he can walk, but he can't really do anything else. 
Yeah. And she had she had noticed that he was hurting before, and he was just like, "Nope, doing fine. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it." And then it's seven, and someone's coming in, and we got to keep out. And I think we should go to Kano now because um, Kano actually gets yeah, to see that, that makes gets sense to the, to the twist. Yeah. yeah, sorts of sinks sinks up at this point. Okay, so when we last left Kano, uh, Tateno arrived in the doorway, and Tateno said he's going to escort uh, Kanan and Maria back to the lab. Um, and that uh, Kano, Stanley, and Achi are going to stay here and try and get Alfard. Um, so Tateno actually asks Hitomi about Maria's memories, and Kano sort of susses out that that's that the amnesia is probably why Maria didn't contact anyone since she got releases that she forgot. Um, Tateno like noticed her get pretty hit hard on the head. Um. So, Tateno says once Maria's safe, he'll turn himself in, and Kano gets very sad because his mentor will officially be a criminal now. Uh, Tateno notices that Kano's getting all mopey and recites Dick Dictum number one, which is never lose sight of what you're supposed to protect, um, and that Maria and Shibuya are the ones he should be worrying about, not Tateno. Uh, and then Tateno leaves. If you don't pick... If you don't pick like the the right response to to Tenno, and then you don't unlock the hidden characters. Yeah. And if you don't unlock the first hidden character, then you can't unlock the second hidden character. I just thought you'd all like to know that because that's what I experienced, and I was really confused. Oh, I must have accidentally picked the right solution then, um, which was. Uh... To actually still worry about Tateno. The first time I did it, I didn't get to any of the hidden characters. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go back. I, I eventually went back to a walkthrough because I was like, I get stuck. If you don't do these two, you get stuck at one point and you can't move. So, yeah. So if you're playing it at home and you like haven't like gotten to this part um, or you're like you played until the bad ending and you're like, how do I get the characters? It's this choice where Kano has something to say to Tateno as he's leaving. That's the choice to change and see if that affects anything. Yeah. The Tenno smirks and says, oh, you really are a bad policeman. Yeah. I, I think it designed that you won't see those jumps the first time, and then you get to the bad endings, like, just after seven, and then you go back and search for them and find the mm-hmm. two new characters. Yeah. I must have accidentally done it right, because I did unlock one of the secret characters. Secret. Affi- not actually secret, because that's how you get to the ending. Anyways, um, so Kano... Tateno leaves, and Kano suggests to Daisuke that the uh, organ trafficker that he met might be Alfard. So Daisuke starts zooming through all the camera feeds that he has to try and try and search for the person as he remembers what they look like. And then Achi runs off to get help from SOS. Uh, at this point, Hitomi explains Achi's history about SOS to uh, Kano. And Kano's sort of just like, uh, I'm not so sure gang members would be great for help in this but Hitomi reassures him that whoever Achi will bring will be a trustworthy person. Meanwhile, uh, Stanley is sitting in a corner thinking to himself. Uh, Kano decides not to bother him and instead drafts plans for the stakeout with the team, uh, allocating for uh, Achi bringing up to 20 people with him. Uh, eventually, Stanley... Um, does say something and he mentions that he has to do something else and that we should go to the scramble without him. At this point, if you are an eagle-eyed viewer like myself, you can notice the cameraman reflected in Stanley's glasses. <laughs> that was nice. so that was so good. I'm so glad you checked. Zoom and enhance on that exact frame. Um, <laughs> I thought that was cool though, because I was I was wondering like what these like shots were framed like. Like is it just a guy with a you know DSLR camera, which it it was. Um, anyways, uh, Kano can ask for more info at this point, but if he does, uh, Stanley just really says uh, that he wishes he could say more, but he can't. Eventually, the time goes on, and we can. Uh, we're worried about Achi. You know, is he? He's taken too long, so we get a choice that we can leave without him or wait for him and accept that we'll be late. Um, we get to keep out at this point, but eventually, Achi does show up. Uh, with the 428 theme playing, and he says, protecting Hitomi is my job. (laughs) Adorable. Uh, And he comes with 30 people, which Kano did not plan for, but is apparently okay with. 
Uh, so we all head to the scramble, and it is 6.59 right now, and everyone's in position. The theme is still pumping. It's a mess. There's people everywhere. The, everything's shut down. Yeah, they're like um, the uh, emergency personnel are driving around, they, but they're all understaffed. Um, the scramble is packed. They note that hundreds of thousands are on the line at this right moment. And Hitomi is standing right back in front of the Hachiko statue that we started this entire thing with. It's a nice video of her standing there yet again. Yeah. Yeah. Only this time it's night and not day. Right. So Kano is counting down the seconds to 7 p.m. when his cell phone rings. And on the other end of the phone, it says, I've got him from Daisuke. Uh, the organ trafficker is on camera nearby. He says it is a tall foreign guy wearing glasses. And then we get to see Leland Palmer. Oh, Leland Palmer. I called it. I you called it last episode. You did. Oh, I'm so mad. 7 p.m. on the dot. Leland oh. Palmer shows up. Fuck off. <laughs> Leland Palmer was the Joker the whole time. <laughs> Um, That's the heel turn. Like, when he talks, he's like, (laughs) don't negotiate with me. Mm, I'm so clever. He has that air about him. Um, Anyways, Hitomi is stunned seeing seeing Leland finally. He talks to her in English and then uh, says, goes back to fluent Japanese, which I don't think he ever was fluent in in his uh, language. Oren, feel free to correct me. Yeah, they, they they talk specifically about how when he talked to the policeman before, then his Japanese was like um, not good. Yeah, but apparently he was just faking it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he reveals that he's the one that injected Hitomi with the Uo virus and is here to collect her blood. Um, Hitomi tries to ask for the password, but Leland wants the blood first, as per the agreement. And Hitomi tries to call Kanan, but we don't hear an answer. Um. Kano uh, reacts instinctively and draws his gun on Leland, and Achi darts in as well to protect Hitomi from Leland. Uh, to which Leland just sort of opens his attaché case and produces several vials of liquid holding in his hand, and he just says, if you want to shoot me, then shoot me. Um, so he's... I love how you're refusing to call him Alfard, because that's even worse to say out loud. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's... Yeah, Hitomi is like, are you Alfard? And He's, yeah. Every time I hear it, it just reminds me of Lord Farquaad. Yep. <laughs> it kind of does. It's not a good yep. name. It's like, what if you combined Lord Farquaad and Alf? Oh, oh my god, no. That's, you mix those two together and somehow it's the two of them standing on each other's shoulders. and it, it. <laughs> <laughs> They both make a fully functioning person. Yeah. <laughs> really, both of them make like a guy who's like 5'11". Like yeah. it's just it's just very like not really like quite tall, but like on the taller side. Yeah, that's how they get into movies. <laughs> so we're not sure if this is a bluff or not, but you know, the the point of this is is that Leland is potentially holding weaponized Uo virus in his hand and just dropping these vials will cause well, wanton destruction. So Kano lower, lowers his gun. But then Achi shouts for Susumo and all of the SOS swarm around Palmer. Um Palmer just sort of does his a little bit of a Joker speech and then just throws the vials into the air. <laughs> just a wee bit of jokering. We'll, we'll leave you to discover that when you play it yourself. That's that's your teaser for your viewers at home. <laughs> um, so the vials get thrown in the air and then we hear a little bit of like the uh, the phone phone ringing. I think it's the Ayakamiki like yeah. ringtone yeah. and. A big blast happens. Kano is knocked off his feet. A bomb exploded, and we get a bad end. But Stanley is unlocked. Done. Yeah, and Achi's remaining um, moments are exactly the same. You also get a bad ending for him. He gets exploded too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we played. Um, yes. This week. Do, do we want to talk about who the other character that unlocks, except for? Um, Jack. I don't yeah. know who it is, but I, I am curious. Oh, you don't know? I don't. Oh my gosh. I didn't, no. I didn't play any further past this point. Do they unlock in uh, Achi's route? It's Tama. She comes back. 
Oh, yeah. only t- it's just a suit this time. No, so it's when Tateno lives with um, um, Maria and Kanan. So what do you think it is? I was going to think it was Kanan. No, it's Tateno. <laughs> yeah, and it's only if you, if you salute. Yeah, Kanan's too competent for us to play as her. You know what? Yeah, that makes sense. You can't control me. You know, I was I was debating who it was like as I was playing through this because they introduced so many characters at the end there. I was also thinking it might be Susumu. I was even like debating that it could be the publisher that uh, Minoru Kawa talks to. Toyama or oh Kadayama, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Kadayama. It'd be cool if Kadayama was something cooler than what he is, but whatever. We just need characters like in every relevant plot, like location for the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So Juan who goes to the lab and Jack, whoever he did, we, we did, we don't know yet where he we went, but he went somewhere. Yeah. If only we could play as Kajiwara, but again, he's too powerful for us to play as yeah. him. We can't know his inner workings. <laughs> I hope he shows up again. I love him. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna introduce somebody, it might as well be the dick from Dick Dictums. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the culmination. <laughs> We'll learn the secret one hundredth dick dictum. I just want to see Kajiwara Vision where there's like bananas everywhere. Oh my god! The best part of this hour for me personally was the final culmination of the Minorakawa taxi driver ship, which was <laughs> just, it. Just I don't even I. It's just text. I don't need. There's nothing I'm reading into it. It just it's right there in front of us. A beautiful love story. The most beautiful love story of this game, built on mutual respect and support. They yeah. just they just work well together. They always they're always there for each other and they they both understand the value of being a professional. My favorite moment is of course when they when they replay the theme song because I'm just a sucker for book ending stuff like that at the climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, Leland Palmer's heel turn. I, I, that was completely expected though. It's it's like I knew it but I also was not expecting it. Like, I knew when they introduced Leland Palmer as this character and then didn't do anything with, with him for the rest of the game. Yeah, I, I, my thought was just, which character have we seen that had no reason of being in the story? Unless... <laughs> <laughs> Aside from Osawa. <laughs> yeah, it's great that they managed to spoil Twin Peaks at the same time as they did in this game. <laughs> the only other white guy too like like we had the one guy who was like uh the, the terrorist and then we have stanley and like it's like we already had a bunch of stuff with the terrorist stanley is a character we can play as so he, he like has it like a good uh so he's like the last the last like international terrorist like type type option i guess i don't know I don't know. He like, and his heel turn is so like campy. It's so like cartoonishly like, oh, you fools! I was playing all of you this whole time with my brilliant plans that no one can understand. It's very like crime procedural. Like it's it's kind of like a like a uh, like um what do you call it Law and Order episode where like the the English teacher from the first scene turns out to be the guy who actually committed God. the murder. And then um. And then in one, one of the routes, uh, or in Kano's route, he's like, oh, he's, he's like trying to think through, or maybe it's Achi's route, he's trying to think through, like, why Alphard isn't scared or, like, acting like he's backed down into a corner, and, and like, the conclu- one of the conclusions is, like, he doesn't care, he doesn't care if he lives or dies, and then, and then they're like, oh, no, the Joker, he doesn't care if he lives or dies, he just wants to watch the world burn! Well, he does, he does explode. And he does, he explodes, and- Yeah. Yeah, we didn't say that, but it's almost assuredly, yeah, Leland's the one that explodes. Yeah, the the virus, uh, like, in those little vials, like, the glass vials, like, there's, like, a cool gif of them, like, going up toward the camera and then back down. So dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I also like they, they had a short video of the, the actual scramble, but they overlaid all the advertisements to be Aya Kamiki. Yeah, they, they always do that. <laughs> Every time you see an episode, it's like a Mickey. It's great. Maybe she's the real Alfred. <laughs> that would have been also good. Yeah. But we will find out, I think, about more about this next time. Yeah, I, I, I have to confess that I did finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so next time we, we, we all will. Uh, there are two endings. Uh and they're both good endings, just that uh, the one that you are probably likely to get first is slightly less good than the other one. 
Um, but I put instructions in a um, in a um, Slack channel about how to get the good ending. Right. Uh, but we should watch them both because they have interesting changes between them. Yeah, so if you're reading along at home, uh, we will be hitting both of the good endings. Hopefully, if you've been getting the bad endings right, you'll, you'll eventually get there. Yeah, and also, um, you are going to get to be continued um, because technically there's one epilogue chapter, but it's short and you, we can just play it. It won't make the episode longer. So when you get to be continued, just keep playing. All right. So we'll see you all next time for the conclusion of 428 should be a scramble, at least the story, before we look at all the extra bonus stuff. Yeah. Yep. Good night, folks. Good Good night. night.